Marie Didina, your spiritual life coach. This is the Beyond Grounded Podcast. Our goal is to help you overcome those paralyzing roadblocks by discussing life experience and connecting you with your universal team. Welcome to the Beyond Grounded family. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Beyond Grounded. I'm your spiritual life coach, Brandi Dino. And today I'm going to tell you is one of those moments where I talk about the teachers in our life of where we're trying to aspire to be and open up with ourselves. Um, Billy Rubino is a very inspiring empathic tattooer and really creative and beautiful uh, putting into a canvas as well in his paintings. And so I'm excited to bring the, bring this uh, guest on and introduce you to him and talk to you about his story and everything he's been through and experienced. I'm sure that you're gonna you're gonna be able to tell that he and I actually have spent some time together, uh, connected on such a profound and deep level. So let me stop you know chattering and let's let's get this rolling. Welcome, Billy. Thank you so much for having me, Bray. Oh my gosh, I'm, I am. I'm very excited. I haven't seen you since you know I had up and moved out of the Poconos. But um, just to give people a little bit of background about how you and I connected, when I lived in the Poconos, I was looking for a tattooer, specifically energy, for my husband's um, very precious tattoo that I wanted to complete in his life. And I had gone years with going and feeling energy through pictures and seeing which one would relate the best to my husband. And um, I came upon Billy's and I didn't really connect right away. I sat in it and within a matter of weeks, I then reached out to him and that connected he and I even deeper than I think what with the, the task of finishing my husband's memorial tattoo. Um, so I end up ha- meeting and having Billy do my own tattoo and I couldn't tell him exactly what I wanted. I just told him I wanted a, a very beautiful, flexible tree of life and I wanted an elephant in it. <laughs> so, um, once we sat down and he just started creating, he actually felt what I was feeling. And to be honest with you about that moment, I was so excited because the tree of life was my symbol of God and my connection to God. And the elephant happened to be my, my uh, representing my father because he had transitioned and they were one now. But by the time that, that that time had passed and we were talking and just basking in each other's energy, when I fi- when he finally got done and I took a look, all I saw was me and how the, the tree actually wrapped around its own, my upper arm, my upper right arm, and how it wrapped around. And it felt like when he was up in that space, it was hugging me. And it was showing me, honestly, the most brilliant aspects of me is how strong and solid I am, but yet how much flexibility I actually can and, and will really ultimately express uh, when it comes to life and, and helping people and encouraging people too. But I, there's so many so many aspects I could take you into the, how that tattoo speaks to my heart and how it spoke to Billy too in that moment and uh, how we, we've been bonded since then. Let's start off with your, your story. Let's start off from how you, you came to be who you are today. Okay. Well, I do remember the, the very first um, email that you actually sent me, actually. <laughs> I, not like I don't remember all the moments very well, because I do. Um, but it's kind of interesting looking back on my tattooing, because I've been doing it for 16 years. And obviously, the person that I was when I started isn't who I am now. Amen to that, right? 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. But tattooing has seen me through so many different phases, and it's just always stuck with me through that. And, um, yeah, it's just kind of interesting looking back on that. So how would you describe yourself, like, when you first started being the young buck that you was, and did, did you connect right away with this passion of yours? Like, what what was... What was your, because we, like, let's just get this out there, like the elephant on the table. Um, being that you are so water element dominant, so sensitive and so um, emotional kind of a creature, talk, like, like take us through it. Wow, it's been a super long journey. Uh, when I first started, I was actually getting tattooed as a memorial piece for my father that had passed on. And I noticed when I was getting tattooed, I felt a huge connection so it immediately drawn me to the process of tattooing and got me really excited about the whole concept of it in that in that area of kind of like healing and being connected to something um but to be honest when i first started tattooing um i had i had a lot of resistance from a lot of people that were you know putting me down of how i wasn't very good um which has kind of added fuel to the flames of me with my disempowering beliefs behind my own abilities to do it. Um, so it was a very, very like rocky start with when I first started, even though I loved doing it, I didn't believe in myself enough to do it. Well, so what is that? Cause I know that you and I had talked a little bit and Tell, you know, tell everybody a, a really great moment you've had with that, with yourself, you know, limiting beliefs and, um, and how actually that came full circle that proved to you that it, it wasn't justified in, in the fact that the way that you took it. Well, basically what I realize now, like looking back, is that everything that I experienced, especially in tattooing and other aspects of my life have pretty much brought me to a place of finding joy within myself. Um, so it's kind of just been like this whole intertwining of, um, things happening to me along my way that I, you know, through people that I've met in tattooing, um, and through the experiences that I had with it. Uh, for instance, you know, when I first started tattooing and I got, you know, so down on myself and I didn't feel like that was very good. Um, I got really bad into doing drugs and getting high and. I guess that was a coping mechanism of some sort um, to get by or whatever I was doing at the time with that. But I actually ended up quitting tattooing for a good few years, actually. Um, I just didn't really believe in myself. So from there, I went on and I tried other things and just really continued to get myself down in a hole, like I'm usually pretty good at doing at the time, especially. And um, it wasn't a matter of time before I actually found myself in jail. <laughs> and uh, while I was in jail, um, I remember this one instance where I was in a jail cell with another inmate. And you got to keep in mind, I was a super bad heroin addict at the time. And we're standing in the cell. And we're both looking out the window. And I had asked the other guy, uh, question i said what do you see he's like well i see the dirt and i see that fence holding me in and i can't get out he's like what do you see and i said the stars and it was mm -hmm. kind of like an aha moment for me 
<laughs> where I realized like, hey, this this isn't me. There's something else here because why is he thinking one thing and I'm thinking the complete opposite of that? And I just felt like a huge potential there to where I sat down and I started drawing again. And I said, I'm going, I'm going back to tattooing. And a lot of people laughed at me for it. No one believed I was going to do it, told me I couldn't do it. And within a month of getting out of jail, I was actually tattooing back in a shop. I was like the last guy hired. Um, there was like three other artists in there before me. And within two months, I had, well, basically I was running the place and I was the only artist in there. And it was like just leaps and bounds overnight, I guess, because of my attitude change with it. Was that the phase in time where you had um, noticed a phenom in tattooing at that time and you just felt like you didn't live up to, to that status and standard? Is that is that during the same time of you kind of like falling off the face of the earth with your tattooing and then coming back it was yeah there was a guy named brandon bond and um he was in every magazine you could imagine and it, his work was just all inspiring like you're looking at a guy that was completely tuned in and tapped in like he was on his game his tattoos were amazing and stuff that you know nobody was doing and it just got me really discouraged actually and that was a big part of the reason why I quit tattooing was because of, you know, seeing this guy Brandon's work and not feeling like I could ever possibly live up to that. Um, and that was the main reason why I actually stepped away from the tattooing. On the, on the great uh, rebound of that, like you and I had just talk, talked about, and I thought was really cool how the universe connected you and him at once at one point, once you made a comeback, do you want to tell everybody yeah, a little bit about that moment? Yeah, absolutely. It was it was really like a reassuring moment, a little trinket along the way for me to show me that, you know, my beliefs were actually hurting me. Um, I got back into tattooing, like I said, um, after I got out of jail for a little bit. And it was within a year I had opened another shop. And I really felt like I was getting good and getting passion back in it. And at this point, Instagram had come about and um, Brandon Bond was on my Instagram because he was he was really a, a big idol for me. You know, just everything he exuded, like his energy, just everything. It was just crazy. So he was on my Instagram and I was posting, you know, work of the tattoos I was doing at the time. And now we're talking about a guy that I actually quit tattooing because of. Yeah, right. And. I wake up one morning to a message from Brandon Bond asking me if I could be in Atlanta, Georgia on Friday because he wants me to come tattoo for him. And it was just like one of those moments that you had asked for. And now here's the universe giving it to you. And <laughs> yeah, wow. I was nervous as could be, but it was also like, wow, like I knew I could do it, you know. And there I was on Friday. I'm sitting there in this guy's shop and there's just there's awards literally from floor to ceiling, even in the bathroom all around this place. And I'm so nervous because I'm like, am I going to be good enough to tattoo with these guys? Like, I've never done anything like this. You know, I'm just a small guy from the Poconos, you know, trying my best over here. I've never had any schooling with this. And these guys are winning all kinds of awards. And um, 
I'm sitting there tattooing, and the next thing I know, I hear some guy over my shoulder go, wow, that looks really great, man, and it's my idol, Brandon Bond. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I kind of felt like it was, I don't know, It's it was so nice, but it was also kind of felt like a joke from the universe. I don't know. It's just It was just one of those bizarre moments where I'm like, wow, this really happened. It's like an out-of-body experience. Yeah, it <laughs> totally was. Like, And it turned out that I was actually one of the best artists that he had in there. And that was nice to know because when you come from a place of really feeling doubt and disbelief in yourself and your abilities, it's just so reassuring. How did you like? How did you get past your, your the power of your mind in that moment where you just made, like? Because some some of us, well, most humanity, would be so shaken about you know how perfect it has to be, or like how did you override that that limiting belief that that you still carry, you know, through this time? But how how did what did you do? Well, that was a lot of self soothing and a lot of talking to myself and trying to pet myself up and saying that you can do this and you are good enough for this and i think that's pretty much been the basis of a lot of things in my life is my ability to really be able to do that and soothe myself in that way that's awesome and that's what i did because i'll be nervous as all hell about everything but i'll just keep at it and say i could do this this is possible you are good and you are this so over the years, what have you found out about tattooing? Like, I know there's so many different styles. What is your, your forte? I know that you're so expansive uh, that you could pretty much put anything on, on someone's body, um, any style. What is your love? What is, is it, you know, all memorial? Is it uh, animals? Yeah, I have to say I really do um, enjoy memorial pieces because that was one of the biggest foundations of why I actually started tattooing um, because that's why I was getting tattooed and I recognized the healing in the process of it and I wanted to do that for other people so that's certainly something that I always enjoyed um, I really do enjoy tattooing in black and gray um, there's just the simplicity of it um, and the smoothness and flowness of it there's just something I really connect with there on that so that's one of my favorite things to do. Uh, but the biggest thing for me when I'm doing a tattoo is the connection with the person and how I'm feeling, um, not as much as the style that it is. Perfect. That's honestly what makes you a great like empathic tattooer uh, is the fact that you're, you're going based upon the energy you're feeling from them to make it really resonate for them. And you're actually being you know, taught and hugged and encouraged in the same manner from their energy so i love it yeah absolutely and, and and it's funny because when i actually when i think of tattooing and I, I get a vision in my mind it's always been more of like a a native american scene where you're like in a teepee and there's a ceremony and chanting like that's how it's always been for me it hasn't been about you know just the lifestyle or you know, putting marks on people's skin and doing art. It's always been way more to me than that. Honestly, anyone who physically ever meets you, you could pretty much pick that up, you know, a million miles away. And honestly, that's, great. That, that's really, that's one thing that sets, sets it apart. So I'm so happy that translates because I mean, that's what I want people to know about what I do uh, mostly because it means the most to me. 
you do have that wild child nature energy about you that honestly, if someone once somebody meets you, it might be a shock at first and you'll be like, it's, it's not that you're like physically a giant, but you definitely have that, uh, that wild child, uh, larger than life, you know, exterior going on, even though you're you such know, a, a petite it's so guy. Funny. <laughs> it's so funny you say that because you don't know how many people come up to me and I'm all like of five five on a good day and they'll meet me and they'll be like dude i thought you were like six five 220 <laughs> as you, as you like, come you rolling up on your, your motorcycle <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my god too funny so how did with tattooing and then of the last couple of years i know painting has become even more prevalent for you. I know when you and I first met and uh, I ended up doing an impromptu kind of a energy reading and, and interacted with your dad actually in that moment. And it, he kept focusing on your paintings. And I, you know, I, I remember telling you whenever we were doing a consult for my poor husband, <laughs> but right. I remember telling you that you know, there's something going on with your paintings because they keep circling that. And then sure enough, the, you know, that within that upcoming year, and uh, on that, that's really become such a, a key ticket for, for your heart. So how, how has that, you know, been shaping you and what, what have you been learning and expressing? And I definitely want to talk about um, where you were when that kicked in, because you went out to Arizona, you up and left everything and everyone to go, go do some research on yourself. So like, talk about that too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when you actually had told me about the paintings, I was a little bit dismayed in disbelief <laughs> because I I guess the beliefs in me as being a, an actual artist um, were hard for me to actually believe that I was any good at it. Um, and, you know, after time, it's just I was kind of drawn to it because I'm, you know, when I'm tattooing, I'm working with somebody else. So there's always that aspect of another person being involved. Um, with the paintings, it was something that I could do on my own and really just spend some time with that and, and let that out, whatever it was going to be. And when I first started painting, I was, I was like under this impression, I got to do everything perfect, already strokes right with this brush. Um, but now it's really evolved to a place where I can connect with energy and I just let it flow and I'm happy with that. I'm not happy with the perfection of it. It's just looseness and no rules and not being restricted. And that's really what I want to convey, you know, and I guess it doesn't really matter if, if someone else likes it or not, or if it's proper, it's just a way for me to really just let it out. And, and that's what art is to me is freeness. It's, it's not about, you know, am I doing something right or am I doing something wrong? Well, that and the nice, you know, the nice uh, aspect of that is with you just expressing and moving on, it, it may not be 100% for you. You know, it might be actually the fact that you have a passionate moment of doing so and then it actually resonates completely different for someone who actually needs it. Um, so that's that's been the beauty. But honestly, your artwork it, it, you could definitely tell it's tied to you, but you could definitely tell that it's open-hearted and wanting to go and heal and, and encourage and enhance someone else's space and time and zone. So um, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to all the things that you transition through with that. So Well, thank you. Oh, of course. Um, 
I keep telling you, I can't wait to, you know, get some more, some more ink on my arm and, and, and tell everybody how that felt like that. It is. It's such a deep experience when you're an energy and soul creature. <laughs> but Oh, my God. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I always say when the timing's right, then it happens. So, I mean, you yeah. know that better than anybody. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> a little, <laughs> yeah, a little to too much. <laughs> Even if they're not in tune with that, you know, I'll be like, hey, you know, like I want to get a tattoo one day, but I don't know what I want. I'm like, well, just you'll, you'll know when you're ready and you'll come to me. Yeah, you'll you'll Most know what, is, what do you want to be married to longer than any type of uh, connection. I swear <laughs> to God, like tattoos are even st- more solid than marriage. <laughs> like yeah, that, that's absolutely. something that's like having a, a baby, uh, you know, for, for the people who have uh, ch- your children. It's it's definitely a lifetime commitment. So make sure that you're in love with what you're picking. Um, so what... Let's let's talk about some of the the great lessons you've learned in your learning curve, which we know a with you being such a wild child throughout there, you definitely have some interesting stories and learning curves with that. And uh, let's talk about it. Let's let's get it out there for people to hear and see, you know, see what it helps them on and also helps helps you be able to speak it. Yeah, you know, the biggest learning curve um, for me was not putting my happiness in other people. Um, you know, for instance, I, you know, I was tattooing out in Cresco. I was tattooing a lady and she had told me while I was tattooing her that she communicates with spirits. Well, the, you know, the conversation really didn't go too far. There really wasn't much to it, but it was like a couple weeks have gone by and I was, I was kind of in a bad place. So I was closing my shop down. I was going to walk to the bar. So that's exactly what I did. And I'm walking to the bar and she comes flying in the parking lot with her car and she jumps out. She's all frantic. I'm like, what's going on? And she's like, who used to call you Willie when you were a kid? And I'm like, well, my dad who had passed on. And she's like, oh my God. She's like, he's been sitting at the edge of my bed for like two days and he's just adamant that I give you this message. And she's like, he wants you to go to your happy place, not go to the bar. And I'm like, you know, I was kind of taken back. You I, know, I, first did off. you have another definition at that time? <laughs> I didn't even have a happy place. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I'm like, what? What? So I go to the bar anyway. Obviously, I got to figure this out now. You, know? <laughs> you got to take some drinks and I guess to <laughs> sit down and go, what so, the heck does that mean? I kid you not. For years... I'm looking for this happy place. I'm running all over the place. I'm in the woods. Nope, it's not here. You know, I'm going to restaurants. No, like it got to the point where I'm like, I guess I just don't have a freaking happy place. I don't understand the message, whatever. I kind of like just forgot about it. And like five years go by and I was in my motorcycle accident and I had gotten through that. And, you know, a lot of things had changed with me in that. And you know, just because you go through an accident like that doesn't mean that life just all of a sudden gets better for you, you know? So I'm sitting there once again and I'm in a hole and this is like a year after my accident and like, I'm in it pretty deep. My marriage is falling apart. Everything's in disarray and I'm sitting there and it just like hits me like a lightning bolt that, and you know, and tears start rolling down my eyes and it's like a mixture feeling of like shock and joy 
and just laughter at the same time as I realized this happy place was inside me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like it was, it was so bizarre. And like that, like, cause I remembered the conversation, like it was just all at once. And like, just in an instant, I just began the rise. And, you know, it was just part of that learning curve that, you know, you got to go through all these things to get to where you're trying to go. Like I've been asking for so long to be happy, but I wasn't getting it. So I had to go through all these other experiences to actually try to get there. Very true. Yeah. We, you know, I tell everybody, you know, don't, you know, don't take too hard, even though it's next, next to impossible to, to not, but the catalyst usually is a result of what you're asking to motivate you, to open you up, to get you, you know, your, your perspective into a, a different step and thought process. Um, and usually if you're a beast of burden kind of learner, usually you have insane catalysts to, to your, by law of attraction and inter interaction with your universal team. Yeah, absolutely. And like, you know, I equate it to being stuck in a wave in the ocean and it's just pounding you repeatedly off the barrier reef. <laughs> you can't get out from under it no matter how hard you fight it until you like just let go and let it spit you out. And that's, <laughs> it was it, a hard learning curve for sure. Let it, let it roll you and, uh, yeah. and, and put you in the space that it was asking, you know, that you, you've been asking for. Exactly. Well, I love the fact that you, you talked about, you know, th this amazing woman who, who gave you a message and, you know, that's, some people go, well, I don't understand whenever, uh, you know, it, it's all fake. People make up these messages and stuff. And it's like, I, I like to remind people that sometimes the messages that are given could be seeds that are planted. And then when it's, when it's time to really hit the nail on the head, the message will roll back. And, and so that's what happened. Yeah. So I, I love that you're able to, you know, to tell people that that's, that's how you experienced where you, you just went for such a long time and you're going, what the, you could just want that lady's crazy. <laughs> well, and that's also what I learned, you know, is that it's actually experiences that teach not words. So yes. until you experience something like that, it's hard to understand. And, you know, but it happened to me and it was just, it just puts your, like, puts your perspective in a completely different place. So let's talk about your, your accent because you know, that's when your, your connection to the other side, that's really what woke you up. Yeah. I really feel like, again, that was a, that was a doorway that opened up for me. Um, so that I could start receiving all the things I've been asking for, you know, I think the majority of my life, um, well, life, I could just say it was passing me by. I was missing out. And I think a lot of it had to do with fear and worry and trying to control, control people, control events, which was probably because of the fear. Very um, so I was really just, I was in a really bad place at the time of my accident. And I feel like, you know, that was that catalyst that I needed to give me that doorway, that avenue of here, experience this. And then maybe you'll see things differently. And, um, you know, obviously that, that's what, what took place with that. But it's made me look at a lot of things a lot differently um, because the night of my accident, you know, like I said, I was in a really, really bad place. 
And when I woke up after they, you know, said that I probably wasn't going to make it through the night. And if I did, they didn't know, you know, how I was going to be or if I was going to have any kind of abilities whatsoever. Um, but when I woke up, everything was still there. And like, I just had a new appreciation and like this desire to want to live and to enjoy things and to let go and stop controlling people and stop letting them in control of my happiness. Kind of like got a me second breath path. of life on that one. Yeah, it, it totally was, you know, and um, like I said, when you go through something like that, um, obviously, you know, in my instance, I wanted to be better and I wanted to do better, but not everything was perfect. You know, I'm still learning. Absolutely. It's like, like I tell everybody, uh, it doesn't matter. You could be the Dalai Lama in this level. If you're in a body, you're still here on a learning curve. So <laughs> yeah, and that's once you transition out, then 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 it's time for your review. <laughs> and that's a great thing to understand. Because, you know, I think a lot of people, they get down on themselves. Because, you know, they might be connected at one point, or they might be doing well, and the next minute they're not. So they think that they're not good at it. Yeah. You know, but it's not true. It's just that's how it is for everybody. Yeah, it's interesting. Like whenever you and I had met and you were tattooing me, and that was actually one of your questions that you had while you was actually tattooing uh, the Tree of Life for me was, you know, what was what what was you, you really truly feeling and doing in that moment? Because you had taught, said that you went out on on your motorcycle ride and was just letting the wind hit you in the hair and trying to process things. And the interesting thing about that was being being that it was an eye opening, uh, you know, like a third eye opening kind of moment, awakening moment, was you know, the only thing I could tell you about it was it was like you blinked and you were out of your body and you weren't even attached. <laughs> yeah. And that was the only thing I could tell you about that moment. And you were just like, well, that's interesting. And you told me physically what you remember of of being in that moment much like the universe, they, they're the ones who know all the story. You actually just kind of like felt like you just took a deep breath in and just let, you know, just was like, like blinked and almost like you fell asleep. Yeah. It, it, it's a bizarre thing. I remember the only thing I really remember is just kind of looking at the sky and I just let go. Yeah. That's just such a profound, like to me, when we look back, at our, our experiences, even like the really intense, crazy ones, like the fact that you and I met and I was able to give you that answer and it aligned with what you, you remember last and how you felt, your body relaxed. You looked up at the sky and your body relaxed. That just kind of like gave you confirmation that that, that was such a, a very true, profound moment for you. And uh, it was one to help you make a big decision because you were, you were in a in a transition, you know, kind of thought process of where you wasn't sure if you even wanted to be here anymore. And that ride was, was that moment that you were trying to process that. So, you know, I tell everybody, look at, look, look back, like even the things that have been, you know, years, decades, who, who cares, however old you are, look back and see how much you can really align with what you truly on a deep, profound level got out of that. I appreciate you opening up and talking to everybody about that moment. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's it's my honor to be able to do that. You know, today was actually after talking to you and knowing that I was going to talk to you. 
um, it was the first time I actually think I really did kind of look back in, in quite some time, you know, and start to see everything for what it was and understanding that it was part of my learning curve and, and the process. And, you know, there's going to be many more for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, as, as we talked and I said, you know, like it, it comes with, you know, comes with knowing what you truly, you, you truly need to recognize about yourself and then having the courage to speak about it, to bring light on on the shadow heavy part so that it takes its power away. And uh, then keep stepping you know, forward. And the biggest thing is showing up for yourself. <laughs> Don't just show up physically, but feel how you're in the moment. That's you being true and showing up for yourself. So um, I, I'm really... I hate to say it, it's almost like that tear up moment where I'm like, I'm so effing proud of you, <laughs> you know, for, for going here and holding my hand and, and uh, being close and uh, just just seeing where, where this wave takes you and, and uh, the healing that it brings for you and the inspiration that it casts out into the world. So thank you. Well, I appreciate that. And thank you for the opportunity to actually do that because um, it's, it's the push that I needed. For sure. Well, I definitely appreciate it. So my Facebook group, uh, Beyond Grounded, I I did a live video just recently, and this is kind of a, a cool thing, where I, I kind of put a challenge out there when I said to everyone, you know, pick something. You know, the theme is like, I want to step past my fears and do blah, blah, blah. And it's sort of like I'm kind of like opening up that challenge to you, like, what if you had to sit down and look at what you would want to step past your fears on and do what what would that be uh this was a big one coming on here and talking to you was one of the biggest fears um that i've carried throughout my whole life um talking in front of anyone or even saying how i feel um so this was definitely definitely one of them oh that's awesome yeah, no, for sure. And I really appreciate that because I feel like now it's now I can take another step and and keep trying to work on that and keep that momentum going because it's something I wanted to overcome and conquer for a long, long time. That's awesome. Like, I'm, I'm proud of you because it's not it's not ever easy. And it is, it's like coming to the point where I feel like I'm speechless, which you, you know, that's almost impossible for it to happen to me. <laughs> like what Reese speechless that is one hell of a moment yes <laughs> that's great you just mark that down on your <laughs> your calendar and you put it in you put it in a frame <laughs> put it in one of your paintings <laughs> no i always wanted to get you know my experiences out there but i didn't know how to start or even what to say and i couldn't get past the fear of trying so you gave me that opportunity and i really appreciate that well, I'm I'm grateful. I'm grateful that you opened up and and uh, and allowed this time and told your story and um, trust. And the thing is, is that you trusted and cared about me enough to know that that I would always I'd, I'd be there. I'd be a pillar for you. And so, thank you, thank you for trusting me and caring and loving me like that. Oh, absolutely. So, what are what are the best ways of people being able to find you? Say say someone's having one of those moments. They wake up and they they heard this uh, live podcast with you and. They go, oh my gosh, that Billy Rubino, there's something about that. I need to look look into finding him. How can, how can people find you? 
Um, the best way to get in contact with me is through my email. It's writersview1 at gmail.com. And they could also find me on Instagram at fallenking underscore rising. Well, I just want to take this opportunity again to thank you. And I look forward, I look forward to many more journeys with us. And I can't, you know, honestly, I can't wait as time goes and to see where the doors open up for you that the universe now can can do and you, you can actually notice and step through them. And I can't wait to possibly do another live uh, podcast so that you can now then talk about everything you from this moment on, you can go, oh, let me write this down before I forget it. <laughs> No, absolutely. I want to I talk about this that. on the podcast later on, get in your journal. But uh, so, yeah, and, you know, I'm looking forward to that. And I just, I really, I fluffy heart you, Billy. Thank you so much for this time. Thank you, Bree. Have a great day. You too. Thank you so much, Billy, for opening up and sharing your most beautiful story. Very inspiring story. And uh, we definitely look forward to, to hearing more as, as the universe brings blessings. So thank you so much, Beyond Grounded family, for showing up and connecting and bond with us. Thank you for, you know, giving us your energetic love back, and uh, I appreciate it. If you're if you're looking to connect more, you could find Beyond Grounded on Facebook and Instagram at Beyond Grounded. Um, you can you can also connect with me via email through Estella, E S T E L L A at beyondgrounded.com. That's a, that's an email that you can send any inquiries to or any questions to or uh, or just wanting to connect. And uh, by all means, join the Beyond Grounded group because I'm about to start some really exciting things coming up soon to celebrate my group and uh, my Beyond Grounded family. So that being said, can't wait to talk to you all soon, and I hope that you uh, have a lot of love and blessings. Talk to you. Talk to you later. Bye.